Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to this uh, sports coaching and social media special. Uh, today, we're, we're talking about uh, sports coaching and social media and how social media is now affecting um, uh, sports coaches and the way they go about it. When I first started sports coaching, I was only uh, I was only about 13, 14 when I first started as an assistant coach with cricket and then as a coach. Um, social media really, in its form as it is today, didn't exist. You didn't have Facebook. You certainly didn't have um, you didn't have any of those. You didn't have Twitter or Instagram or any of them at that, that point in time. Um, what you did have, um, and it was and it was only early on, and I think it was it wasn't straight away. It wasn't the first year I started, but probably two or three years in. The first pangs of social media really coming to the fore, I think, was about when I was probably in my second year as a coach, as a coach, um, and that was MySpace. That was the first time uh, it ever really came to be. Um, Facebook then arrived, and even in the early days of Facebook, it really wasn't. Um, it really wasn't seen as being terribly huge. I know here in Australia there was a lot of um, it, it, you know, people had Facebook accounts, but it really was never, it was never to the level that we now have today. Uh, it wasn't even close to that. And that made it easier for coaches back then. It made it a lot easier for them because they didn't have to deal with um, the instant nature of um, what social media gave. Um, and the white noise that comes from that being there, social media being there. They didn't have to deal with that. Even when MySpace came to be, as I say, it, it wasn't, it really wasn't at that point um, that big. And it really wasn't at that point being used the way it's probably used today. Um, the way it's used today. So it, it, the result of that, I guess, meant that, you know, coaches, if people wanted to talk to you or if people want to comment on your coaching, they had to do it to your face. They had to do a via email. They had to do it over the phone, which often meant that it, it meant they had to, you know, the reaction of that was that they often, you know, simmered down and, and, and backed off if they were, if it was something that they were aggressively carrying on about, they backed off it. Now, that's not the case. Uh, it's a lot harder, you know, and it's a lot tougher for coaches. The instant nature of social media does make it hard. But don't get me wrong. It has its place. It has its place with sports coaching. It does. It has its place. But coaches have got to know that there's a lot of white noise that comes with it that they don't need to be listening to. A lot of white noise. And, and they need to remember that. It has its place as a communications tool. Uh, it does. 
it does have its place as a communications tool, a communications tool that is and can be extremely effective if used properly. Unfortunately, there is a problem with it. And I have always said that, that there is a problem with it, that people can set up fake personas and fake names to make comments about somebody on social media and not be held accountable for doing so. And I think that's appalling. You know, we've seen it. We've seen it in sports. We've seen it in professional sports. We've seen it across the board. That people set up fake accounts and make comments hiding behind those fake accounts for the purposes because they haven't got the guts and they're really gutless and won't hide them hide behind, you know, won't put their name to it. They're actually cowards, to be quite honest. They're cowards in a lot of ways when they do that. They're, they're just cowardly. Um, you know, if you, if you believe that if you want to criticise a code, if you want to criticise somebody, then have a bit of courage to put your name to that. If you, if you want to criticise somebody but aren't willing to put your name to it, it probably proves that you, you, you really don't know what you're talking about. So what I want to talk about here is the importance of coaches understanding that social media has its place. It has its place in what you do, but you also need to treat it um, like it has its place. You need to be very careful with it. It can be a good tool for communication. It can be a good tool for getting the message across, but it doesn't replace verb. It doesn't replace face-to-face. It doesn't replace good communication, talking and listening in person. It doesn't replace any of that. And I think there's a lot of co- – I've seen coaches out there, particularly at grassroots level, that use it too much to get their messages out to their players, and it's not a good thing. Now, there are a lot of great tools in the social media sphere that you can use that are away from Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all those things. And I, I don't go anywhere near Snapchat. I barely go anywhere near Twitter. I'm going to be straight with you. I, I see Twitter as really um, – nothing more than a place for people to rant in 40 characters or less, pretty much. It's, it's, for me, Twitter is, is, is basically that. It's a place for someone to go and rant in 40 characters or less or make stupid comments in 40 characters or less or make controversial comments. It, it, it doesn't have any effect at all. In fact, I think it's, in terms of it's, a, it's, its value it has none, to be honest. Um, Facebook has value. It can be used. It can be utilised to benefit coaches. It can be utilised in a lot of good ways to help players develop, etc. To do all of those things. Instagram, that has no purpose outside of just posting photos and stuff like that. No purpose at all. It's not a communicate. I don't think it's an effective communication tool in the sense that you can use it to talk and communicate at all. Snapchat, I don't go anywhere near. I don't want to know about it. But what I do use, and mainly only uh, for business or, or more professional matter, is WhatsApp. I find that to be quite effective. I think that does work, but it's essentially a messaging app. So it's essentially a communications device. But it, like I say, it doesn't replace face-to-face 
in-person communications, or for that matter, it doesn't replace picking up the phone and ringing somebody. I still say that's the best way to do it. One of the things I do use and I have used and I've been put onto it by David Petrozello, who's part of the Thinking Coach, is a, is a, is a device, is a platform, I guess you call it a social media platform, but it's a communications platform called Slack. Now, this is very good. Slack is extremely good. I actually think it's, it's probably to run a club or to run an organisation or to run a team, it's very effective from a social media point of view because it means the only people that will be on it are those that you choose to be there, which means it's really designed for the tasks that it's there to do to, to help manage your teams or help manage your club, et cetera. I think it's a great idea. So look it up, Slack, Slack, great idea. There are a lot of, the other thing too is there are a lot of team apps out there. There are a lot of team uh, tools out there that are around that have social media elements to them. One of the best ones, the best one in relation to all of this is Wham Sports. Wham Sports is fantastic. Wham Sports is really a fantastic thing for sporting clubs to use. And you should check it out, whamsports.com. You really should check it out. It's a fantastic operator. It's a fantastic tool. Works really well. Works really well. Works really well for sports coaches. But getting back to what we were talking about originally, you know, sports coaches need to be aware that there is a lot of white noise around social media. You're going to hear a lot of people are going to say things on social media that they don't, they wouldn't say to you face to face. And they're probably going to say it behind a persona that they wouldn't say face to face. I've had it happen to me. What do I do? Well, there's a few things I like to do. One of the things I often will do is I'll take a break. I won't be on it for a few days. I'll get off my computer, I'll get off certain things, and I'll go and do much other stuff. And I do that because you need to get away. You actually need to have the downtime. If you sat there reading everything that's ever said, you'd go indiscriminately nuts and paranoid. The other thing you need to remember is certain people will use it to bait, to try and bait you, to try and get you into a debate about certain topics, whether they be controversial or not. Not because they have an opinion. More often than not, they don't. More often than not, they're completely uneducated and have no opinion whatsoever. Or their opinion is based on, I was going to say a load of fiction, but probably a load of bollocks. Um, so they're trying to engage you in some sort of a debate. Not because they're looking to actually, as I say, to actually engage you in, in, in a debate that's constructive. They're looking to get you into a gotcha moment. They want to get you into a gotcha moment. That's what they want to do. So from a coaching point of view, I say to coaches, don't buy into that. If you think that's what's going on, the best response is either no response at all you don't answer, you do your talking elsewhere, or you answer with, thanks for your comments, have a nice day. You diffuse the situation before it gets out of hand and you walk away. You walk away. You walk away. You just walk away. That's, that's one way to handle that. 
Um, in terms of working and engaging with your players through social media, again, I reinforce this point. Don't use it as a substitute for good communication, which is good talking and listening skills. Don't use it as a substitute. Don't treat it as though you're going to do it for everything. You need to, if you've got things, if you've got something to say to a player, then you've got to say it face to face. If it, if it, if it, if it's to do with selections particularly, you don't do it through social media. I've never, ever, never, ever, in all the years I've been involved, I've never, ever spoken to a player through social media about whether they've been selected in the team or not. Yes, I have asked someone to call me because I couldn't get them on the, through the traditional method of phoning them, so I've asked them to call me through social media, but I've never, ever spoken to them about their the selection. Why? Because that, to me, doesn't work. Social media is a very unusual tool. People don't know how you're saying something. So you've got to be very careful about how you say it. Social media doesn't give you the benefit of what I'm now doing with you, benefit of being able to use your hands, benefit of being able to put the expression where you need to in terms of the words and your voice, all those sorts of things. It doesn't give you any of that. So you've got to be very, very careful. You've got to be very, very careful. That's why I say when it comes to certain aspects, when it comes to selection, when it comes to talking to a player about how they're performing, all those things, you have to do that face-to-face, -face, either at training or over the... Face-to-face -face doesn't always mean face-to-face -face either. Sometimes you can do it over the phone by phoning them or use Skype, Zoom, things like that, where they can see you and they sort of know what you're saying. That's an important thing to remember as well. You know, so that, that's why, that's why there's, there's, there's benefits to the use of it, but there's also perils. There's also dangers in it. So you've got to remember that. At the end of the day, nothing beats you know, the face-to-face -face contact. Nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. Nothing will ever beat that. And again, if you've got people out there making comments about your coaching or the team you're coaching online and they're not comments that you agree with, you, you know, my, my sage advice is just forget it. Let it go. Because it doesn't matter what you say to that person, you're probably not going to persuade them of anything else because that's not what they're doing. They're doing this because they just want to have a rant. For want of a better term, they want to be a, you know, they want to be an idiot, so to speak. So, you know, so that you know, you need you need to be aware of that. And above all else, don't feel threatened by it. As a coach, don't feel threatened by social media. Don't feel threatened by it. Look at how it can help you. Look at how you can benefit from using it. Live streaming, Skype, Zoom can be a very, very good tool. Now, I, I, they're not really social media, but they are nevertheless. But 
in terms of your, your traditional Facebook, Instagram, you got to, you got it. There's, there's a couple others I will not steer anywhere near, and I advise everybody not to, and that's TikTok. That has no purpose. I'm sorry. No, not at all. So really, at the end of the day, the only real one that's going to help you is largely Facebook. It's the only one that's really going to help you. And even then, it's limited in what it can do for you. So, you know, see how you go. But you've got to tread very carefully. But you've also got to remember that don't be threatened by it. Don't feel as though it's, it's not going to help. It's not going to be, you know, a uh, benefit to you. So that's it, really. You know, um, but I always say to anyone, any coach out there who is, you know, take breaks, walk away from it all. Don't allow it to consume. Don't keep going on and on and on looking at comments, you know, because you'll get that. People want to second guess and they'll do that. They'll do that. They'll second guess you and they'll do it through Facebook. They'll second guess you. So just, just eventually, you know, just take a break, go away, turn the computer off, turn the phone off, you know, take some time away so that you can clear your head and focus on what you've got to do. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, your job is to coach the team how you see it and how you believe it's going to be successful. Everyone else can comment as much as they like, but they don't know what you know. And that's the other thing. Those that are making comments in the background were white noise. They don't know what you know. They're not aware of what you know. Now, some say, well, bring them into your confidence. Well, up to a point, up to a point, but you've got to be a little bit careful about that too because you don't want to be giving away things. So, you know, they don't know what you know and in some cases they're not entitled to know that. So you just you just ignore it as best as you can. Not easy to do, but you've, if you're, in, you're a sports coach, you've got to have a relatively thick, thick hide anyway. You had to have it before social media came about. You, you definitely have to have it now. Um, so you just try to ignore it as best as you can. So that looks at sports coaching and social media. Join us tomorrow about the same time for a very special episode, another special, on sports coaching and the greater fool. Now, I'm not going to go into what that's about. You'll have to find out tomorrow, but... You might ask, the greater fool is an economic theory. And you may well ask, well, what does an economic theory have to do with sports coaching? Well, tune in about 5, 5.30, around this time tomorrow, and we'll tell you what it's all about. Uh, and look, look to join us later in the week on Wednesday morning for the Thinking Coach, new time, Q&A with David Petrozello. If you've got any questions, feel free to ask. You can ask through our Facebook page. You can ask on the day. Etc. So please take a look at that. And don't hesitate to become a fan of our Facebook, our Facebook page. Like our Facebook page, become a fan of our Sport Rex Arena. Uh, we've now got over 400,000 views and it's fantastic to see. And we want to keep growing, so please do. And then on Thursday, join us for a brand new show. Uh, myself and Kieran Longhurst, who does the great sports debate with me, will be back. And we'll be host they'll be hosting a one-off special called On the Clock which will be looking at the AFL trade period and looking forward to the AFL, looking forward to what's going to happen in the AFL draft. So join us on Thursday for that. So once again, thank you for joining us today.
for this special on sports coaching and social media. And remember, social media is not a substitute for good communication. Thank you.